young black. Young black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. <laughs>Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Abriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. I don't know why I went up like on the <laughs> <end>. <laughs> As soon as it came out, I was like, ooh, what? <laughs> but I hope y'all are having a fantastic May. It is already May. It's about to be halfway through the year and so much is so much has happened and nothing has happened I, I feel like um, yeah. it's like wow time is it is going it's going like you asked the other day like when did we start wearing masks <laughs> I still couldn't calculate that I don't know because it's not even like you could just google it because a lot of people fought it for so long Mm -hmm. it wasn't normal for a long time so ain't no telling when we as a collective you know there's still people out there that can't fathom putting a mask on their face so anywho anywho um I guess we can just start off with some life updates, maybe, um, and share kind of what our what life life has happened. Um, I moved. I don't know if I've mentioned that. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe, Probably. but if I if I did, you're gonna hear it again. I moved, <laughs> and. Um, I um, am no longer with my big horses, so I saw them this past weekend, and they didn't seem to miss me at all, so um, it's fine. (laughs) It's perfectly fine. Um, Outside of that, nothing really has been going on, trying to finish up this book, and that is it. That is it. Um... (laughs) you gearing up for the summer yeah getting ready for things with saddle up and read for the summer man man stayed in my backyard for two weeks that was a lot of fun (laughs) the grass has to grow back now (laughs) um yeah girl this, this backyard I was just looking at it I was out there outside on a call and I was like it's gonna be dust <laughs> it's gonna be dust those little hoof prints can do some damage <laughs> just walking around all day <laughs> yes 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 but then there's patches like where the dogs use the bathroom and it's like I gotta cut that because someone's not eating it <laughs> oh my goodness um, I mean, he has hay, but he don't want to eat hay. I, I, I tied him to the magnolia tree in the front yard and went to the backyard to get a watering can because I was like, oh, I'll just tie him out here while I 
water the plants. And of course, as soon as I go to the backyard, he's like, <laughs> my granddad come, comes out. So I had the dogs off leash. And he's like, what are you doing with all these animals? <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, he's eating the grass. He was just looking at me. He was like, all of these are yours? Yes. <laughs> so I untied him. He's like, well, where are you going to take them now? In your backyard. <laughs> I know. It's hard to explain. I'm going to just be back here. Just don't, don't mind me. But uh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so we were talking earlier about uh, several different things, but we wanted to talk about today how it's interesting to see how um, the English side of the horse industry seems to be embracing uh, DEI conversations and work but the western side of the industry um is silent really really is yes. silent. and there's so many examples like <clears throat> i won't say of tokenism but like They'll say, oh, bull riding isn't racist. We got Blue Mitchell. And I was like, okay, you got that one guy. He's real good. But that, the, the one African-American young man, you know, like that's not enough. That doesn't mean you're not, an industry does not have racism in it. <laughs> My best friend is black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know a black guy. He ropes. I know Corey Solomon. He ropes. I know Matt Mills. He, okay, so you named five. Okay, and that, that doesn't mean those five people haven't had racist experience, experiences. So, again, Mike, what's your point? That part. Um, just recently, we have seen conversations on... Um, online um you know calling out businesses and entities as to why they don't have any representation or people of color either in their media or in their um um governing boards governing bodies so it's just interesting to me. I, I feel like it really is an example to me of liberal versus conservative. I can see that. I feel like a lot of English writers, I mean, there are very many, there are many conservative you know, English disciplined people, but as far as people that are willing to um, do the work and have the hard conversations, that more liber liberal thought process is definitely more apparent in the English industry. 
And I'm just curious as to why. Outside of like people being from the South. and Well, it's not even the South all the time. Like, but West. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that is interesting. Because a lot of these English barns have come up with programs. You see nobody, you know, trying to get trying to get um not just kids but i don't see anybody in the western field doing that mm -hmm. that wasn't already doing it and that isn't black <laughs> right right i'm posting a question on facebook now <laughs> so i don't know but it is strange because i was thinking about like some of the things I might want to teach during summer camp. I was like, oh, that'd be cool to teach kids pole bending or something. I was like, are kids pole bending? <laughs> you know, like I know a lot of kids who are jumping and stuff, but I don't even know if they're participating in those Western games. <laughs> I, I don't even know. But maybe that's what it is. But it, ideals. Hmm. So maybe that's what it is, those ideals. But it's interesting just to see how it could be separated between Western and English. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know of any outside of like freaking um like area um like sponsoring or supporting backing whatever the concrete cowboys um and they were doing that before yeah they were already doing that <clears throat> so yeah i don't know why y'all dragging your feet <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much because it's a conversation that needs to be had but you know I just feel like a lot of people some of the responses that I can imagine of is um you know oh it's my heritage you know oh that's my that's my heritage I'm honoring my heritage that's what I hear when when people um like defend the confederate flag mm -hmm. and it's just like we have learned and it has been discovered that a lot of Western heritage was because of black and brown people. I mean, Texas was Mexico for the longest time before it was Texas, before America stole it and made it Texas. So it's just like the convenience you know, as you say it's your heritage, you say, oh, that's how I grow. Oh, I'm getting back to my roots. When it's like, those weren't, <laughs> those weren't your roots. To begin with. They made your roots. Yeah. Um, it was Facebook. Oh, when, face, when, when certain organizations were, or when they do post, and it's like, a black person or a person of color and then all the comments are like 
don't bring Black Lives Matter over here. <laughs> and it's like, you're saying don't bring that, but what you what you really mean is we don't want Black people here. Right. Because nobody even mentioned Black Lives Matter. <laughs> right. Right. Who was it today? Oh, um, APHA. APHA posted something about their... Um, their world show applications the last day was today or yesterday and I'm trying to figure out if that was frederick i can't tell oh wow that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird on my i know oh that's cool did people comment on that um not on instagram let me check on facebook i'm pretty sure that's frederick yeah that's new normally it's on facebook where these ugly comments come from oh i forgot that american paint horse but honestly they've been doing pretty good um i know they talked to chanel and she was in their magazine and they're talking to Aaron. Um, and that should just be normal because these are just more people doing this, you know, like don't just showcase white people. That's it. Show everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, look, there's another one. Well, he's the help, but still they on the page. Or he might be the trainer or something. I don't know uh but no there's no comments there's one comment and it was like good luck to everybody oh good but it's just interesting i wonder if they just don't have that big of a following you know like aqha people will be all over the place but um but yeah and it's kind of like you know i know that um places like Wrangler, even these brands that cater to Western audiences, they have shown support, but it hasn't been public. It hasn't been like- as the black square. Yeah, well, it's just like, we'll send you some clothes. Here's some clothes. Girl, I'm not going to call out the companies, but I've had a few reach out to me and say that they would send something. Did I get it? No. And that was like a year ago. Mm. But even then, it's like, I just feel like that's such secretive support. Like, especially when there's places that could benefit from you know, your platform or your audience or like talk about how this is important to you or this group is important to you or highlight some of the things that they have done because you have supported them. Yeah. Like I, I think of it from a, well, from a marketing standpoint, it's either one or two ways, you know, they know their audience and they know their audience is gonna hate it. So they just support behind the scenes. Or you can use this as an opportunity to share charitable work 
you know, charity doesn't, doesn't have to be put on display. You don't have to like crunch down numbers or anything, but you know, if you donate to somebody say this is, they were in, they were featured here, or this is a program that they're doing. Um, if you're in the area, feel free to support, like, why can't you fit that in? Right. Um, Oh, I was thinking about something. Yeah, but why can't they put that in and follow up and all that good stuff and just no, just do like a one-time thing or send a DM and that's it. Yeah, I remember last year when um, we, you know, we're having more intense conversations about diversity. Um, one of the responses that I received was we have our marketing calendar scheduled out three months in advance so we can't just move stuff around but I went back and looked because that was what October maybe December I went back and looked and there wasn't much different like there wasn't much different that's what I was thinking the audience thing like, I understand that knowing your audience is important, but I've also seen companies who have just been like, you know what, this is what we support, this is what we're doing, and then they get a whole new audience. Right, right. And it's like even bigger and more supportive because you included them. Right, right. Like the boots, you went and bought that pair of boots because inclusiveness. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And that's one of the things like, you know, learning about marketing and things like that. It's like, ooh, who's your target audience? Who's your target audience? Like, at some point, you choose who your audience is. Yeah. This is not some arbitrary, random people that popped out of thin air. <laughs> like, you say, hmm, this is who I want to cater to. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, because this type of person needs what I have to offer. So this is what I, this is who I want to cater to. Like with my business, I want to work with horse business owners. What I do, I could do it for anybody. I could say, I want to work with people who crochet only. I could do that. And I would tailor my messaging to that, but I made that choice to cater to them. So it's not some arbitrary, like, I'm going to just throw some things out in there and see who finds me. Oh, that's my audience. No, you choose them. Right. right. And with that choice, not choosing who to cater to is also just as loud. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many different times we got to talk about this helmet situation. <laughs> goodness yeah like, it's like every week now somebody is talking about how helmets do not fit our hairstyles and it's just so interesting oh i saw a post today about a softball a teenager playing softball and um she was black and she had beads she had like you know like the the feed and braids and it's beads on the end and the umpire was like, you either cut them out your hair or you don't play the rest of the game. And now everybody's like, well, the rules are the rules. Why is that a rule? What the bees gonna do? 
Where how where is that at in the rule book? The rule book said that your hair can't have beads. That's what I would like to know. Like we were we I used to play softball in high school. I had braids. I might not have had beads, but I, I don't remember anything against braids or anything like that. Right. Like I don't remember that being a rule. And we're playing softball. What are the beads going to do? <laughs> right. So something's <laughs> yeah. So I'll go back to race. And yeah, I'm gonna need for somebody with the helmets y'all make some adjustments but the thing is like there's never even a response never. like this is why if you respond if it's like science like if we made the hair the helmet this particular way the way that physics works and the laws of force and blunt force trauma it would weaken like if there was like a conversation around it that would be one thing but it's just like they just be watching like yeah they don't fit yeah that's it it's like dang help us out we're just over here <laughs> i can't get over homegirl she was just wetting her hair before every show i know pouring water squeezing, squeezing the helmet over the hair like oh that's annoying yeah yeah totally annoying I don't know. I I was gonna say that some people may say, you know, it's not their problem what hair you choose to have. But like Ariat coming out with the easy zip boots, not being able to bend your foot was not their problem. Right. Because there's plenty of people who can bend their foot yet they came up with a solution whether you like the quality of the boots whether you wear your tall boots all day long and they only last you a year eat your cookie and go away <laughs> there are people who have never been able to put on boots or continuously struggle mm -hmm. um that they would be able to freaking wear them. Right. And Ariat made that a, a problem of theirs and they found a solution for it. So, yeah, I mean, there's really no talking junk about that. At all. So. But I really hope really hope to see more of the western side of the industry um involved in these conversations because i've like <laughs> you know reached out to different organizations and i don't know try to connect with people and it's just even i've heard like because i used to work at a raining barn and the guy he ain't even I think he's of Hispanic descent, but he doesn't have an accent or anything like that. He just has the features. Um, but he was like, yeah, you know, people look down on me. People, you know, don't invite, or he said he was on the board of something, but he just had to get off because it was 
Like anytime he tried to say something, it was just like ignored and looked over. They were probably just like, oh, let's just put one of them up here. We got one. Right. We got this one. And ain't even terrible. It's just so wild to me because I feel like people think like there's no there's no value in having a black audience but like we show up (laughs) the trail ride that I went to this weekend I was in shock in shock at how many four horse living quarters trailers there were they were huge like a ton of them and I was like, where, where are y'all even coming from? Where, like, I mean, big old dualies, big old, one was, um, I don't even think it was a four horse. Let me, I took a picture of it. I think it was a, how big they get? Because <laughs> that was a lot, it was a long One, two, three, four, five. It was a five horse with the living quarters um, pulled by a, a 18 or a tractor trailer. And it's just like, y'all be thinking these people ain't got money, but these people got money. It's amazing. And it's just, it's just so important. I probably found it by talking to somebody else who had one. I was like, oh, this is where you need to go because that's how we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like word of mouth. Or if one of us, I don't know, does something with our horse and we post it, somebody is going to ask, where did you get that from? Who is that person that you're using for the service? Just because they saw that we did it. Yeah, yeah. Someone, um, when I was um, posting on Instagram from the trail ride, they were like, you mean to tell me that there's somewhere where I could ride my horse and get and eat ribs? I'm sorry. I don't like going places where I can't ride my horse and, and eat ribs. Like, what you mean? <laughs> I'm passing out daggone granola balls and water bottles. That's not the kind of place I like to go. I like to go where they have a fish fry and... Right. I can go buy some alcohol. <laughs> alcohol is plentiful at the trail ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then I mean, it's like it's plentiful at horse shows too. They'd be like, "Oh, beers for my secret." <laughs> but I'm just like, but that's funny. Y'all don't understand. It's so much fun. It's just so much, so much fun. Get y'all marketing together. Yeah, out in the bag. Yes, yes, a whole bag. Um, it's interesting though. It's interesting. Um, NSBA, the National Snaffle Bit Association, is like picking up the slack from where everyone um, is angry at Yousef for their usefery and NSBA is picking up the site and you know holding these sanctioned shows and trying to convert all of these riders that are not happy with Yusef 
and it's oh, just I didn't know that. yeah yeah and so it's just amazing to see you know how easily people will you know convert when there's like just different rules in place that they don't like like amateur rule and um yada yada like all these different rules i don't even know all the freaking rules but they're rules that they don't like and so they're like okay well we're gonna go to nsba and go to those sanctioned shows and, and you know win their points and get their ribbons and things like that and people expect people of color non-people of color expect people of color to not have those same kind of feelings or to you know just be okay like oh i mean it's always been that way why like you you trying to you leaving Yusef right or angry at Yusef over something to do with some doggone mileage and you expect black people to you know just stay in these places when there are rules in place that don't include them or exclude them or atmospheres that exclude them yeah get over it <laughs> yeah that's how they sound um so yeah if you're listening to this um, y'all have a duty too. tell them mm -hmm. that they need to be listening to what we're talking about you know and when i say we're we i don't just mean young like equestrians i mean all of us all equestrians who have been talking about some form of diversity like hey have y'all heard this issue like i know so-and-so or somebody organization has discussed this multiple times and brought it up and you haven't addressed it bring it to their attention as well use your voice so they hear our voice mm -hmm. yep because their diversity um statement says that they're the team that serves their board reflects the membership and if the membership is all white then they will be all white so having participation in in these things is um it's a it's a catch-22 i feel like but do what you can. Everybody's got to do their part and at least spread in the message. Yeah. Because we don't need to be having this conversation <laughs> again next year or in five years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go back to, I know we're on episode 500, but go back to episode number. <laughs> I don't even know. 85. Because <laughs> we're not going to be talking about that no more. Um, on top of that, if you have people that you want to hear from on the podcast, I just want y'all to know sometimes y'all send us people that you want to hear from, and we do reach out to them, but they don't respond or they don't schedule. So don't think we don't reach out. But if you talked to them. <laughs> huh? so, or we already talked to them <laughs> oh yeah 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 or we already talked to them um but if you find that there is someone that you would really like to hear from 
definitely shoot us a message. Let us know if you are someone who wants to come on the podcast. Definitely, definitely let us know. Obviously, we, um, our job here is to amplify voices of color, the color black. <laughs> so, don't sit us on white people. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to do our jobs, our calling, our mission. Right. Because we Actually. already don't have enough spaces like this. Yeah. To specifically talk about it and talk about our experiences. And it's not even just our experiences facing racism, it's just our experiences loving on horses. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a space for that. Right, right. Wearing y'all magazines or not, but hey, we're gonna change that too. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny because the response to like not being included to something, it included in something, is well, I'm gonna make my own. <laughs> but then it's like, girl, whoo, we done made a lot of stuff. <laughs> Yes, we've tied. <laughs> we don't I, feel like making no more. <laughs> oh, no, put us in there. <laughs> put, us, put us in there. We actually don't feel like <laughs> you should know. We shouldn't. We should do this, and this is it. Yes, so Wabi E fam, if somebody wants to make a magazine. <laughs> we'll definitely support it i'll even write for it but we is not making it <laughs> i don't want to make it and i don't want to make it <laughs> no did that right now <laughs> yeah but honestly does it that is still like oh my god i wasn't included what might go on like that's literally the next but then it's like Ooh. it's actually a lot of work that's under the same thing as you don't like living here, then move. Go back. <laughs> Go back to Africa. <laughs> right. So could you imagine like if we somebody just was like, oh, y'all want to go? And they just dropped us off in Africa. What the hell would we do? I ain't never been to Africa. I don't know nobody in Africa. I don't know where places are in Africa. I don't know how Africa operates. <laughs> I was born here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would um I would not accept the goat. <laughs> My uncle said, if you, well, I guess that's for a man. If you accept a goat from someone, you're likely going to get married. Interesting. See, we, we, we married the first day. Right. Like, <laughs> girl, what you talking about? I love goats. I got me like three goats. <laughs> Make your own. We yeah. have a space and we are going to love on this space and grow this space. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And I mean, I just, I, on top of like this extension of this, like, I feel like if there's anyone, any like creative out there, anyone who's looking to start something up, like shoot us a message, like, let us know like there's power in networking and collaboration because you could connect with someone who can help you it might not be us specifically we'll definitely be cheerleaders like 
like doing the doggone thing. But, um, you know, we have connections. We have ideas that people have run past us that we just haven't been able to commit to. But if you have ideas, I mean, we can pair people together. Like, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for, uh, for growth and for um, people to really start doing stuff of their own that they are proud of, so. We're here, we're here to support you guys, just like you guys support us. Um, and don't forget on Wednesdays, we share our wins on Instagram, Instagram Live. Most of the time you can get in, get in on the live with us um, and share your win or you can share it in the comments, but it is just like a little increment of time. It's usually only an hour that we can at least share the positive things that have happened over the last week. And it's just a reminder, like things may suck, but you can always find the silver lining to it. Yes. And it's casual, so y'all come on over. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter there was this tweet so it was a tweet it was a girl in like a coral dress and she had a coral mask and it, it looked amazing and her her caption said did somebody say black tie wedding and somebody quote tweeted it was like Oh my God, if you showed up to my wedding, to my black tie wedding, not wearing black, I would have been pissed. And people were like, you realize black tie wedding don't mean you got to wear black? <laughs> Loud and wrong, ma'am. <laughs> so when you said it's casual, it just made me think of that because she was like, why was she not wearing black to a black? <laughs> oh, man. Funny to me, funny to me. <laughs> Anywho. Well, all right, y'all. Um, hope you guys have a great weekend. And uh on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for our next interview. Um, uh, I think it'll be really cool because he does lots of things and we could talk to him from different angles. So I'm excited about that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.